is taking DHEA going to increase your testosterone and might it even act like testosterone? Could DHEA be considered a steroid? That's exactly what we're going to dive into in this video. I'm going to show you guys how effective DHEA is at increasing DHT and how anabolic DHEA can actually be. But before we dive in, if you haven't already, be sure to get my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. Also, if you'd like to do coaching, links in the description. Let's dive in. So I got this question from one of my testo membros on the testo tribe. If you want to join that community, link is in the description. So he asks, does taking DHA, he said DHA, but he meant DHA, boosts testosterone and androgen receptor sensitivity. I saw a video of Connor Murphy claiming that black ox tea booster is in fact considered a steroid, but also not considered a steroid because DHEA is in fact a steroid hormone precursor to testosterone, but it's not as anabolic as injecting testosterone. Damn right. Is the black ox any good? So we're going to talk about DHEA at the end of the video. I'm going to show you guys if black ox testosterone booster is actually worth it or not. All right. So just to give you an idea of the hormone cascade of DHEA, DHEA, if you supplement it, is converted into androstene dion and then can be converted into testosterone, right? So it's not a direct precursor testosterone, but it's pretty damn close. And then it can also go the backdoor pathway from androstene dion to 5-alpha androstene dion to DHT or androsterone. So in a previous video, I've talked how DHEA prefers to go this backdoor path pathway and increase dihydrotestosterone instead of testosterone. But anyway, let's dive in. So DHA has been shown to, there's a lot of benefits, improve insulin sensitivity, stimulate muscle growth, increase the metabolic rate since testosterone stimulates mitochondrial biogenesis in the muscle, increase muscle force per cross-section area, the more muscle force you have, the faster and stronger and more explosive you can be. That's what we want as an athlete, right? It's been shown to increase motor unit firing rate, which means that the faster a motor unit fires, the more power and force you can produce and the stronger and faster and more explosive you can be. It exerts an anti-catabolic effect. A high DHA sulfate, testosterone, and DHT to cortisol ratio is great for building muscle and strength. So it puts you in a more anabolic state. So I want to show you three studies in young men to show you how effective DHEA can increase testosterone. And I, and I emphasize young men because DHEA is oftentimes more effective in older men at increasing testosterone because they have low levels of testosterone. So I want to use young men as an example because they already have optimal levels or higher levels of testosterone. So in young men, they supplemented 100 milligrams of DHEA for four weeks DHEA increased from 12 to 28, big jump. DHEA sulfate increased from 2.5 to 6.7. Androstene dion increased from 3.6 to 7. Testosterone increased from 660 nanograms per deciliter to 726. DHT increased from 575 to 1,233. It's almost like a doubling of DHT. And then estrone increased from 77 to 174. No, I didn't put that on the graph, but as you can see, DHEA supplementation increased DHEA, DHEA sulfate, androstene dion, not really testosterone, and then DHT. So testosterone did increase by about 60 nanograms per deciliter. And so that might be considered like, yeah, that's decent, 60 nanograms per deciliter. I'm up for that. But it seems like DHEA does favor the backdoor pathway going to androstene dion and DHT. So definitely, if you want to boost your DHT, 
DHA is good. If you want to boost your testosterone, DHA is not so good. Here's another study that again supplemented 100 milligrams of DHA for four weeks in young athletes, and they increased their testosterone from 18 nanomol to 25 nanomol per deciliter and DHA sulfate from 3.5 to 10. So this was definitely a bigger boost in testosterone compared to the previous study. And uh, DHA sulfate increased significantly. Estradiol also went up as testosterone went up. And then the ratio was actually still favorable between uh, testosterone and estrogen. So the testosterone to estrogen ratio improved with DHEA supplementation. Because a lot of people are like, hey, you shouldn't be taking so much DHEA. It's going to increase your estradiol. It's like, yeah, that's what happened when you take an androgen. But the, still, the ratio was good. It was still not in a, in a negative ratio compared to something like using Clomid, for example. Now, I'm a little bit skeptical of this results, like this big increase in, in uh, testosterone from DHEA. But uh, here was another study. So they supplemented 150 milligrams of DHEA daily for eight weeks in combination with exercise. And this did not affect serum testosterone or estrogen. And they measured estrone or estradiol concentrations, even though it increased androstenedione significantly. Again, DHEA goes to androstenedione, massive spike as you take it. Testosterone doesn't budge. Free testosterone doesn't budge, right? So in, according to this study, after eight weeks, had 150 milligrams of DHA daily, didn't increase testosterone, but it did increase androstenedione, likely increased DHT as well. Now let's talk about DHA on body composition and strength, because like if you want to inject testosterone, you're going to expect to get bigger and stronger. So does DHA have that same effect? Unlike the positive effects of DHA on testosterone, it doesn't seem to have the same effects on muscle mass and strength. They supplemented 100 milligrams of DHA for one year. They experienced a decrease in body fat by one kilogram and increased knee leg strength as well as lumbar spine strength. So there was some benefits, but it wasn't really different compared to the placebo group. And 100 milligrams of DHA and you only lost one kilogram of fat after one year? Sad emoji, sad emoji, bro. Uh, 150 milligrams for five weeks, no difference in strength and lean body mass in young men. 100 milligrams for four weeks in young athletes, body mass was not affected, no significant changes in BMI, waist to hip ratio, and body fat and total muscle mass. So despite DHEA increasing testosterone in some studies, it doesn't seem to affect body composition or strength to any significant extent. And keep in mind that these doses are high. 100 milligrams to 150 milligrams of DHEA per day is quite a high dose. Now, this is black ox ingredients. They got calcium as cal dicalcium phosphate and calcium deglucarate. They got acarcara, which is a herb primarily for anabolism and building muscle. They got one gram of fenugreek, 500 milligrams of bulbine, 300 milligrams of tonkatelli, 200 milligrams of mucuna prurians, 160 milligrams of I3C, indole-free carbonyl, 100 milligrams of DHEA, 100 milligrams of DIM, Lutalin, uh, black cumin, and they got fedoja at one gram as well. So if you look at all of the ingredients, right? Akarkara, which is anabolic, they got it at 1.5 grams. That's a really good dose. Fedoja at one gram, that's a good dose. Tonkatelli at 300 milligrams. I would rather see that at 600, but it's okay. Bulbine at 500, that's good. Fenugreek at one gram, that's great. Um, like all of these ingredients seem to be really good in the sufficient doses. The dim is, um, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of dim, but at least it's 100 milligrams. So that's unlikely to cause any anti-androgenic side effects. 
The indole-free carbonyl only at 160 milligrams, so unlikely to cause side effects. Macuna prurians at 200 milligrams, maybe that's a little bit low, unless you're using a potent extract. But I would say looking at these ingredients, it seems to be like a really good uh, supplement. It, it should definitely give you a boost in testosterone, energy, libido, uh, help with muscle mass um, and strength and all of the good stuff that you are looking for. So looking at the ingredients, I do think that Black Ox Testosterone Booster is a good testosterone booster that will help to improve the symptoms that you want to improve. But if we zoom in to DHEA alone, it might help to increase testosterone at that dose, but it's very unlikely to have a beneficial effect on body composition, muscle mass, fat mass, muscle strength, those kind of stuff. So no, DHEA is nothing compared to testosterone. It will not give you the same benefits. It will not give you the same uh, hypertrophy or fat loss or any of the same benefits as testosterone. Even though it's it's pretty close, it's, it's a pro-hormone it's a, to testosterone, it prefers going to DHT instead of testosterone. Now, also, just a little bit of a nuance, when you take oral DHEA, it's, create, it's converted into DHEA sulfate in the liver, right? And DHEA sulfate can't cross the blood-brain barrier. And so you don't really get a lot of the mental benefits from using oral DHA. But if you use sublingual DHA, most of the DHA is going to the brain. And so you're going to get a lot of the mental benefits from using a much smaller dose of DHA. So it depends on what you're looking for, right? If you want to get a boost in testosterone, go for higher doses of oral testosterone. If you want to get the mental benefits of DHA and the sexual benefits, go for a small sublingual dose. And if you've ever used DHA, whether it be oral or sublingual, please let me know in the comments below. I'm highly interested to know your experience with this compound. If you've used this black ox testosterone booster, also let me know in the comments what's been your experience with it. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video, learned something new, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.